And now, it's time for Tight Tight Talk Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, 6 p.m., Facebook Live, Live with John Sikoris, CEO of Titan Medical Center in Tampa Bay, Florida. He's here to educate and motivate you, you, you on fitness, health, and medical science. Let the Titan Talk begin, begin, begin. What's up, guys? John here, Titan Talk Tuesday. And you guys know it's always a good Tuesday, especially on Tuesdays with me on Titan Talk. <laughs> so what's going on out there, guys? Hope you guys are having a good start to your week. I know I am. It's been a busy week already, and it's already Tuesday. But you know what's the end of Tuesday? So tomorrow is already hump day. So we're going to be back in it. It's going to be a beautiful thing. We got 4th of July coming up this weekend. I can't wait, you know. America's Independence Day. Gotta love it, man, especially if you're an American. And we all are Americans and we're living on American soil. So at that point, everybody should be pumped about 4th of July. I see a lot of people out there talking about bad about our country and all this stuff out there. So hopefully if you guys are celebrating, you guys are celebrating right. Sunday, fireworks, the whole nine. Big shout out to everybody that's joined in. Diego, Adrian, Michael, uh, Stuart, what's going on? Big Drew, my man, what's going on? He said audio's all good. Hulk Squad, Robbie D'Angelo, what's going on, guys? I appreciate all you guys. Tough talk. Man, we got so many people in here. It's ridiculous. Steven Lennard, uh, official Adinaka, Adinka. Sorry about that. Um, all right, and uh, let's talk about some of these things. All right, so Hawk Squad said he's got his MK677 on the way. Man, you're going to make great gains, especially chest. I've seen your post just, you know, a few ago, you know, how talking about, you know, chest was not your bread and butter. And usually it's the opposite for us guys, right? We got that lion type effect where we want that big chest to, like, push out or even bar muscles. Guys that used to call bar muscles and used to go to the gym just to work out, you know, their upper body just so they look good when they were in the bars trying to pick up the ladies. But uh, MK677 is going to do wonders for your Hulk squad, especially the way you train and everything you're doing. It's definitely going to help in a lot of different ways. So I'm interested to see how that goes for you, all right? All right, so official adding, adding, adinka, adinka, sorry, I, I apologize. Um, what can make a kidney fail, all right? The second time? All right, so let's talk about this. Kidneys and liver. So liver and kidneys, your body is awesome. It's very adaptive. It can come back from a lot of different things. And when we talk about these vital organs like that, specifically kidneys or a liver, right? Now, liver, you only have one. And liver is pretty good. It takes a lot of damage. It filters everything through the body. You know, it takes a licking and keeps on ticking, right? Um, and even at that point, like, if, if you put major stress in and wear and tear on the liver, if you back off of some certain things, drink a lot of water, then usually the liver will bounce back unless you keep just hitting it, right? But with kidneys, so kidneys, we have two kidneys in our body. Well, most of us, unless you were born with uh, with one, there's, there's people that are like that. Uh, if you've donated a kidney to somebody else, that could happen, but usually we have two kidneys. Now, the kidneys, even though you have two of them, work the exact same way. So if you're damaging your kidneys, they're both going to get damaged, not just one or the other. Now, with this being said, kidneys are a little bit more delicate than liver, right? 
when they take a beating and they keep getting stressed, then you start going into, you know, liver failure, right? Or um, liver or kidney disease, excuse me, kidney disease, not liver disease, kidney disease. Um, and there's different stages of kidney disease where you'll be at. And that you can all obviously look at your blood work, your EGFR, which is going to tell you where your kidneys are at. Now, when you look at EGFR on blood readings, that's usually going to be in a CMP, a comprehensive metabolic panel when you do a blood test. And there's honestly differences between races, right? So if you look at the testing, it'll say non-African-American EGFR or African-American EGFR. And it's just a little bit different in, in the ranges. Not much, but it's just a little bit different. Um, so that could be a little bit uh, 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 something you might look at. And be like, why is this? I have no idea. I really don't. We're all the exact same, but... You know, that's the way the blood tests do it. And that's all the major labs, right? But what can cause kidney damage or kidney disease? There's a lot of different things. Um, some anabolics and stuff like this you're taking, oral things can be damaging to the kidneys. Uh, there's a lot of things out there that can be damaging to the kidneys. High blood pressure can be damaging to the kidneys over extended period of time. Um, diabetes could be there. So glucose levels being too high for long extended periods of time. You know, this is something that doesn't happen overnight usually. Usually when you have or you're getting kidney disease, you're usually doing a lot of damage to the kidneys, right? And it's over and over again. And you're not letting them, you know, rejuvenate themselves or bounce back to any certain ways. You know, with this, it's a lot harder to revitalize the kidneys, right? Um, I was talking to somebody about this uh, probably about a month ago that has a lot of ties in pharmaceuticals and stuff like that. You know, he's talking about how in other countries, they actually have these these testings going on where they're usually using pigs in dialysis. So what they're doing is they're running the fluids or the damaging things to the kidney in the, the pigs and letting the organs, the kidneys, and the person rejuvenate themselves. And they will bounce back if there's no stress put on them. But if there's constant stress, they're just going to get worse and worse and worse. Um, and it's something that sucks, right? Because I'm dealing with this right now personally, not for myself, but my father. He's in stage four kidney disease, which is pretty bad. I'm trying to keep him out of dialysis, you know, and it's it's a balance too. With, with kidneys, right? You have to look at a couple different things. Protein intake, water intake. That's another big one. And usually out there, you, you see things like, pressing water drink as much water as possible people say drink as much water for for weight loss for health and stuff like that but if you're in kidney failure or kidney disease you have to worry about how much fluid you're taking in um it's just something you have to really really start looking at and start balancing out and not just water you're consuming water how much water was in that food you had i mean you gotta try to estimate this it really sucks kidney disease is no joke I think, uh, you know, obviously with the liver and the kidneys, you need them to live, right? So, but kidneys, I'm telling you, just a little bit more delicate when it comes to damage. So, uh, I don't know what specifically made your kidneys go into failure the second time. Obviously, it's something you're doing. Um, so, I would cut back all, like, supplementation. I would cut everything out as much as possible, and really find out where EGFR is at. So that's your kidney reading. And then go from there. Um, if you have to really start looking at your water intake and what's going on there, you need to start looking at that. It's something very serious. 
Um, you can't live without these different things. It, it really sucks. In the United States, we don't have these experimental treatments going on because they're not FDA approved. Um, but in these other countries, and like India is one that they're doing these testings at, there are ways that they're showing that their people are bouncing back from stage one or stage two kidney disease. It's really cool. Um, really something very interesting that I think is very interesting too as well. Your body holds on to everything where you are in CKD. Yep, so that's another one. Uh, CKD is another one for sure. Comic book art reproductions, what's going on? I like that art. I checked out those pages, man. Uh, what's the best way to increase your LH and FSH uh, hormones in a man? So when you look at FSH, follicle-stimulating hormones, or LH, luteinizing hormone, we need to look at a couple different things. First off, where are you at, right? So how old are you? And you need to do a blood test, obviously, to see where your baseline is of an FSH or an LH. So it's follicle-stimulating hormone and luteinizing hormone. Now, as you get older, these things are probably going to decrease in um, how much they're producing because what happens is your LH and FSH especially your LH, they put a signal down to your testes as a male and your female, your ovaries. Um, and this is what helps, you know, them really go, right? They say, listen, you need to produce. They start producing testosterone, semen too as well. Now, if you have deficiencies, so if you're low T, all right, this is probably because FSH and LH are on the low end. Um, and it's not sending that signal down there and your testes are not working like they're supposed to be. Uh, even in ovaries, the exact same thing for females, right? It's the exact same thing. But with FSH and LH, if they are down, what can help bring them back up? So for a younger guy especially, what we usually like to do is either ATG or Clomid, okay? Um, there's also follicle-stimulating hormone, which is an injectable that's really expensive to do. But Clomid is another one that you could possibly use, and Clomiphene is a new one. Um, that's out there that you can utilize. But if you're going to have testosterone replacement therapy, so if you have low T and you go on hormone replacement therapy, what's going to happen is, is usually those levels are going to be on the lower end as well. And the only thing that's going to help those levels are like HCG or, you know, like I said, Clomid, something like that is going to probably boost them up. But they're going to be suppressed, okay? Because your brain is not stupid. Your body's not stupid. And when you're taking in hormone replacement, like testosterone, it's going to send signals down. And it's going to say, hey, listen, we don't need you to work. And that's where ACG really comes into play to help out, okay? So that's the way you can increase your LH and your FSH, all right? Those are the only really ways out there you can do it. Joseph Posada, what's going on? Landy Boney Fitness, what's up? Your boy, BT, New York, Miami Beach, RV Yukovic, Big Jacobs in the house, Ty Casey, Tino, what's up? Strength Addicts, what's up, fam? How you doing? Uh, my man, Big Drew, good info, especially when talking to people about their blood test results, for sure. Fitness, uh, fitness, fitness, Adria, what's going on? Official Mohammed, uh, Anthony Bischoff, size up, what's going on? Wesley Sample Official, man, my... Big Irishman said, I'm glad to be back on Hercules Potion, for sure. Uh, Diagob said, is it normal for you to get a lump or hard spot on the injection site? So this can happen, right? This can happen with, um, let's say, Hercules Potion, which is water-soluble, or it can happen with testosterone placement. So it's oil, and it's a little bit harder. What happens usually when you get this lump is it's usually not going all the way in the muscle. 
some of the things are getting trapped subcutaneously. And that's what's probably leaving the lump there. Um, and it, it, it does harden up for a few days, but it will assimilate in the body. So it will break up. If it's from testosterone specifically, okay? Um, because like Hercules potion or vitamin injectables are usually water soluble and they usually assimilate real quick and real easy. With testosterone, because oil, it can harden up and it can harden up for a couple of days if it doesn't go all the way in the muscle and disperse properly. Now, you are going to get all that testosterone, so don't worry about that. People are like, oh man, am I going to miss out on something testosterone injected? You'll be fine. It's just a little uncomfortable, I guess, that lump, you know, on your glute or on your butt. You know, you sit on it, move it around, hot baths, warming the area and, and, and massaging the area will disperse it too as well. Um, you know, foam rolling is another good one technique to get it out if that's a problem or issue. All right. Yeah. After the first transplant from a son or daughter. Wow. So something you did, man, um, you know, you've already had a transplant, right? So, you know, you're working off one kidney essentially, and it, you really have to be careful. Now, if you're in a second failure, something is going on in the body where, Things are not working properly, right? And that's what really caused the damage to the kidney probably the second time. Um, Big Drew said, recovering MK is insane for sure. Uh, Drew's baby, what's going on? Dino GR, Ginger Bella, what's going on? Gary James, oh, what's going on? Olivero, what's going on? Just saw you in the office a couple hours ago. Robbie, Robbie that was you, right? Damn, man. What's going on, man? I appreciate you tuning in. I'm Sorry, I didn't get to stop and say hi and really get to talk to you. I've been slammed in here. So I appreciate it. If there's anything we can do for you more, let me know. If you got any questions, shoot them out to me, guys. This is your time. All right. Hey, Titan fam, Tuesday, don't forget to hit the like. Definitely. Everybody hit the like button. Hit the share button. Tag some people. Um, if you're on YouTube, press the subscribe. Hit the notification bell. All right. And you will get all the updates about when we're going live and all these great different things that we're going to talk about here. All right. Hello, Titan watching from live NIW. Oh, that's awesome. I appreciate all you guys tuning in. What's up, Fitness Andrea? What's going on? Hasik Millen, what's going on? Wow, there's so many people in here today, guys. All right, so Fitness Alpha Girl, my girl Yetta, dude. My girl Yetta's looking good. Six weeks out from Tampa Pro, she's ready. I'm very excited for you. It's going to be a great show for you. All right, so let's get into the main topic. All right, so guys, Main thing, first off, we talk about is the therapy of the week. So for you guys that don't know or don't get the newsletter, it's Titan Complete this week. Titan Complete is one of our signature Titan Medical Center vitamin amino acid blends that we prescribe here for our patients. And it's got an array of different benefits. And it's got a lot of different ingredients. So let's start breaking it down for you. So first it has MYC, methionine, astacetal, and choline. Okay, it has B-complex, B12, has your only three branched-chain amino acids. That's right, there's only three branched-chain amino acids, and those are essential amino acids too as well. Plus, it has L-carnitine. So let's start talking about some of the benefits of this. So with Mick, you're talking about weight loss. You're talking about some help with the liver in there. B-complex covers a number of different benefits, right? from hair, skin, nails, nervous system, weight loss, a lot of different things go along with this. B12, obviously for energy, right? Cognitive function, this helps out with the brain too as well. Now your branched chain amino acids, leucine, isoleucine, and valine. 
Those are the only three branched chain amino acids, and they're all three essential amino acids. Now, the difference between essential amino acids and non-essential amino acids. This is a really good topic, and I'll probably cover this just by itself in the next episode. But non-essential amino acids are something that the body produces on its own. Essential amino acids are the things that the body does not produce on its own. So you have to find essential amino acids in food or nutrition or supplementation. Now, even with supplementation, you're probably going to get the best that you possibly can with this. Injectable is obviously a way better form than any oral version. With nutrition, people argue with me all the time about this. John, you can get all these different things from nutrition. Of course you can. I've never argued that fact, not one time. I always spit it out. I say nutrition is your best form of these different things. But the cold hard facts are, nobody really has the best nutrition out there unless that's all you're doing all day long. And even at that point, it's hard to get all that food in you. Unless you're taking MK, which Drew and a couple other people know that it's going to stimulate the G-Rel and the hunger hormone, and you're going to be able to eat down everything you possibly can. But a lot of people can't eat these different diets and get all the nutrition that they need. And that's where the supplementation comes in. Now, we talk about supplementation. You have all these different things over-the-counter oral forms. They're really not that good for you. You're losing a lot of it through the gastro tract when when you're taking these things down and eating them in the intestines and such. With the injectable, you're getting a way faster transportation rate. That means it's getting your body a lot quicker. The second thing is, is absorbency. You're getting a hell of a lot more absorbency when you're injecting it or getting an IV than you are eating it, right? Or oral form, if you're taking pills, capsules, whatever it is, you're way better off on taking an injectable version. The other benefit of it is, the injectable version, you can't lie what's on the label because it's coming from a U.S. licensed pharmacy and it's prescribed. In over-the-counter supplementation, you're really not getting regulated on what's going on there. So there's been a lot of lawsuits on this and it's still ongoing and amino spiking and all these different things in proteins. Just think about what's in the over-the-counter in those those different supplementations that you may be taking. I'm trying to be nice about it here. Um, you know, I never throw shade to anybody out there. You know, business is business is what it is. But I want to give our patients the best and I want you guys to be educated about what is the best and why it is the best. Not just saying our product is superior to everybody else on the market. Well, let's talk about why and let's talk about what's in it and how it's going to affect you. That's really what it comes down to results, right? Number one thing should be your health. That's priority over everything. Without your health, you're not doing anything. After that, it's feeling the best you possibly can and performing the best you possibly can every day, day in and day out. And that's what we're here to do for you guys. Help you guys out that. All right. Do you pin glutathione daily or can you do every other day with higher doses? You can do it every other day. Um, you know, taking an injectable glutathione, we were talking about this earlier. I was talking about this with my nurse practitioner, Cass and Art. Um, and even Rachel, she was in here getting some blood work. But, you know, listen, it can sting a little bit. It's highly concentrated and... It's cold because glutathione is one that you do have to keep in the fridge. Now with this, with it being cold and being in the fridge, it thickens up the viscosity of that liquid, okay? So tips and tricks of how to get the sting out or not be as bad. Because I take it every day too, guys. The first thing is when you draw it out, you can leave it out for about five or 10 minutes. Let it warm up to room temp. Should be a lot easier, a lot better. Next thing is, if you want to take out some of the sting and that punch, you can mix it with a little bit of B12 or Titan Complete or Tighten Up. 
and that should stick take away the sting immensely. You should see a big difference in this, okay? So let me know about this. Jason Salinas in the house. My dude, IBB Pro, Titan athlete, Team Titan for years, guys. And he's coming down to Tampa for Tampa Pro. Can't wait. He's going out to Pittsburgh to represent us out there. He should be rocking it. 47 years old. And I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, Jason, but I had to. You are the Titan poster child, okay? Because if you guys look at this guy's pictures, especially from when he came on the Titan, even to now, just like me, it looks a hell of a lot better. And he was in hell of a great shape before, so it's just awesome to see it. All right. What's up, Tony Reds? How you doing, dude? Yetta, my girl. Nurse Kim Fitness. Been checking your stuff out, too. You're looking great, girl. Can you build a tolerance to ECA stack? Now, this is a good question. Now, stimulants, ephedrine, uh, caffeine, aspirin, B12, and chromium in the ECA stack. You possibly could build up a little bit of a tolerance, especially caffeine, right? If you're taking it day in and day in and out and you're abusing these different things, you possibly could. Now, I take an ECA stack almost every day, right? And still haven't built up a tolerance to that. Now, if you do build up a tolerance, we do have higher levels and tiers of the ECA stack. So you shouldn't be you know, in trouble there. But if you think that you are building up a tolerance, here's a tip. Now, during the week is usually the most important time for people. Right, depending on what your job is, if you got a family, everything. Usually during the week, you're working, you got to get the kids right, or you're, you're taking care of them during the summer, whatever it is. So you're trying to be the best you possibly can. Usually during the week, you're working out, you're doing all these great things. So take the ECA stack during the week, right? Give your body off Saturday and Sunday. Usually those are rest days anyway, and you, you should be okay. And you won't be dragging too bad or anything like that. Trust me, I do it all the time. You can literally take off those two days. And if you think you were building up a tolerance, boom, you should be ready to rock and roll on Monday with the ECA stack, just ready to go, okay? All right, so that is a tip and trick for you guys, all right? So tight complete, guys. So, all right, so is 10 minutes the longest you can leave it out before pinning? I leave it out, but I don't want it to lose potency or have it to go bad. You can leave it out longer than 10 minutes. I just say 10 minutes because... That's just a good number that popped in my head. You can leave it out longer. Now, it's not something you need to leave out overnight, days, weeks, nothing like that. An hour maybe, two hours. I mean, nothing longer than that. And like I said, draw it up in that syringe. Leave the syringe out after it's capped. Don't leave it uncapped on the, the counter or wherever you're at. Uh, I just want to cover that. I have to do it because... I've seen some crazy stuff in the nine and a half years that we've been in business. I've heard some crazy tales from patients, all different types of things. So I just want to make sure that I lay it out correctly for you guys. So make sure you cap it. You can put it on your counter, let it sit there. Um, you know, let it warm up a little bit. At that point, you can inject it in. It's not going to lose potency. It's not going to go bad. You'll be fine and ready to rock and roll. And it should be a lot better for you guys, okay? All right, so DMK Fitness said, Hey, John, what's up, Titan fam? Just found out I have a torn rotator cuff that needs surgery. I just ordered BPC-157 and TB-500. What's my best bet for dosing, duration, aid, recovering? Okay, all right. I'm sorry to hear about the torn rotator cuff, man. Um, you know, that's something, you know, even with me, I have the slap tear. You know, I've, I've been getting through it with the BPC and TB-500. You know, with this, now you can be very aggressive on this if you want to. Usually it's 500 micrograms per day. And usually people do it two times a day, so 250 micrograms, 250 micrograms. You can get really aggressive with it, um, and you can do 500 micrograms twice a day, but 
that bottle's only going to last you 15 days if you do it like that. I'm, I'm very honest and very transparent when I go through this. But it should help. And, you know, with the the confirmation of the torn rotator cuff, I'm sure you got an MRI done, right? So what I would do is I always like to look at baseline and then where I'm going. So at that point, you have the baseline with the MRI. Do the dosing with the TB500 and BBC157, whatever you feel comfortable with, okay? And then at the end of 30 to 60 days, and I'd probably give it about 60 days of treatment. Do the 60 days and then do an MRI. Follow up, see how it has affected the injured area and i'm sure you know it, it doesn't feel too good on your your shoulder right now with the torn rotator doing the bbc and tb500 you should get some relief and inflammation release as well see how it feels see how it's going now possibly if you're feeling better and better and better then things are probably getting better on the inside but you always want to confirm with testing i'm a big testing guy eat blood testing for blood to look at inside and if it's a torn rotator and stuff like that, I always say MRI, CT scans, the best possible method of testing for whatever the injury or, or problem is, okay? So, yes, I, I, I mean, yeah, they, they definitely have to do it. I had that, that injury also. So, Gary James, TB500, BPC157. BPC157 is my favorite out of the two. Um, and I only feel like that because bbc 157 i used way before i used to be 500 and it was for shoulder injuries um golf elbow tennis elbow it worked great right so that's how i really knew now tb 500 it works uh synergistically with bbc 157 and can help too as well so just for um to cover my ass per se i used them both on my shoulders and right now i'm good to go i've been lifting in there you know i'm even dumbbells right now um, and I had to work my way back up, obviously, because, man, it was painful. But I'm up to, like, 90-pound dumbbells on presses, um, flat bench, you know, doing really well with that. So it, with me, I just got to watch out for certain movements and stuff like that with my shoulder. And it's, I mean, it just, you know, it feels a little tight. It's a little harder to go back, I guess, with a shoulder movement like this. Um, and that's really where it affects me It's lifting. So I don't do any presses or anything like that because, it, listen, if it's hurting you guys, stop doing it. Right, the old thing or old saying, um, no pain, no gain. Well, it's not talking about hurting yourself, okay? It's talking about you know breaking down those muscle fibers and stuff like that. That's where it should be. All right, so BBC one five seven all the way, guys. All right, um, anything else? All right, so, but it's a full thickness tear. Oh wow! All right, so if it's a full thickness tear, you need to really look. I mean, it might. You might need to look at surgery, um, but definitely look at doing the therapies. Now, you've already ordered these therapies. Be aggressive on the therapies and don't do anything to hurt yourself more, right? Try to ease yourself in the back doing these things. Do rehabilitation for rotor, rotator cuff exercises and stuff like that. There's a ton of things you can find online. I'm sure you know a couple yourself, but if you don't, there's tons of things online that can help you out with looking at these things. And at that point, you can really try to work it back. Nurse Kim said, BBC 157 is amazing. Helped my torn shoulder, torn up shoulder. Had an MRI first. Yep, definitely got to get that. Test is great for wound healing, in my opinion. Like 60 cc's of test a week. Hold out long. So, test is really not going to build up the muscle, though. It's not going to repair damaged <clears throat> rotator cuffs and stuff like that. It could, right? 
help possibly build more muscle around it in the shoulder area, and that's really what you want to do. So even if, if you have a really, if you have a torn rotator or a labrum, right, that slap tear or something like that where it's popping out, you want to build those muscles out around the shoulder, um, so it really keeps things in place and holding. Um, and you don't have to lift a whole bunch of heavy weight to do that either. Okay, you just want to make sure it's stronger on the outside, so it's secure, right? The foundation around it. I was told no more incline benches or pressing overhead. That's probably the best advice I could possibly give people. Now, I used to love incline bench, but I always used to notice it did hurt me a little bit more when I was doing incline bench. Um, and at that point, like, you know, was was the juice worth the squeeze? And it really wasn't for me. Like, you know, I'll do other things now, and I'll still get the, you know, a great feeling in the chest, awesome pump. I know that the, the muscles are activated and working and firing like they should be. So I don't think you'll need incline. Um, and then, you know, overhead pressing, just take it out, man. You don't want to do any other damage to that muscle or to that shoulder, excuse me. I can still overhead press and incline bench, but laterals are, are a no-no. So everybody's different, right? And their injury could be a little bit different and off. So if it doesn't hurt you to do, awesome. But if it is and it's causing pain, stay away from it. Don't do it. Don't think, oh, I'm just going to work through this pain. It's not a good idea at all, all right? So back to time complete. We talked about Mick, B-complex, B12, your three and only three branched-chain amino acids, which are essential amino acids, and L-carnitine. And L-carnitine, as we know, is great for a number of different things as well. So weight loss, they also help with anabolic effects through the body. There's a lot of different things that L-carnitine does in and by itself. But when you're combining all of these different things in there, right, you're getting a lot of bang for the buck and you're getting a lot of different health benefits out of it. Now, the best time to take Titan Complete is usually in the morning time. And why do I say the morning? Because in the morning, you're getting it right into the system. You know, you're going to alleviate having to carry around that jug of branched-chain amino acids and drinking it all day. How many people out there have done that? A lot, probably. I know Drew's done it a lot. I know I used to do it all the time before Titan Medical Center. And a lot of different people do because they know they need those branched-chain amino acids circling through the blood, right? You want to make sure your body is having these different things in there. And with the absorbency and the fast transportation rate, that's why you want Titan Complete and injectable versions of these things. The other effect to it is, is you're getting it going right in the morning. You're jump-starting the body, getting everything rocking and rolling, and it's starting off, and you're starting your day, and you're usually going to go out throughout your day. You know, for me, I'm just so busy. It is what it is. I'd rather do the injections in the morning, get them out of the way. Plus, you're getting the body ramped up and ready to rock and roll for the day. So that's when the best thing to do it, right? All right. So let's get on to our next topic of the day. So this one kind of hits home for me, guys. So uh, if you guys follow the news a little bit, and I try to stay away from the news unless I have to talk about certain things with you guys, which I do most of the times in the week. I usually do a Titan talk where it's usually medical or around these different things. Or in Titan Lifestyle with Big Drew, we talk about other different topics out there. So Gwen Berry, if you guys don't know who Gwen Berry is, um, She's a hammer thrower, right? And she's on the Olympic team. Now, Gwen Berry, uh, to me, is might be a really good athlete. But as far as an Olympian representing the United States, got to stay away from it. So if you guys haven't heard about this, Gwen Berry got third place in this competition, right? Which qualified her for the Olympics. At that point, the national anthem was supposed to play before these athletes walked out on the podium. 
Well, it got played five minutes later when she was on the podium. So what does she do? She turns away. She starts making faces. Instead of putting her hand over her heart like everybody does, or is supposed to, right? She puts her hand on her hip. And then at that point puts a t-shirt over her head that says, Activist Athlete. You're not supposed to be doing this, right? And for her, she's like, well, they set me up. Um, you know, all athletes should ha- has a voice and be able to use that voice. I agree 100%. If you're an athlete or anybody out there and you want to use your voice for whatever you believe in, I'm down with that. I don't care what it is. But if you are representing the United States or going to represent the United States, and you're going to say that you don't want to do the right things for the national anthem or you don't think the national anthem is good for black people? I mean, what are we talking about here? Are we all Americans or not all Americans? There have been some bad things that have happened through the history of the United States. I think we all know that and recognize that by now, right? And we all know that things need to be changed in certain aspects. But we all have one common thing that brings us together. We're Americans, right? And we should have pride in being Americans. And whether you believe in the flag or not, that represents our country. And this right here in the Olympics is the major biggest platform for every country. And they're representing each country. Now, I really want to see how people would react if they live in different countries and they tried this shit. Excuse my language. If you were in China, which is a communist country, and you said anything bad about China, you'd probably disappear. Your family would probably disappear. Okay, it's, I'm being totally honest with you guys. I mean, it's a real serious thing. If you were in a Middle East country, you might not be able to say anything. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you guys. I mean, there's a lot of bad things. I don't think people really understand the different cultures out there or different countries out there and what other people have to go through. Why do you think so many people want to come to the United States? There is a reason for that. Okay, It's because we are the best country in the whole world. Everybody looks upon us as we're the big brother. Everybody looks upon us when they need help. It's because we're the best country. We might not have done everything right through the years, but the whole thing is to learn from our mistakes and move on. And to really have that common ground is we're Americans. And we need to unite as Americans. And when we go on platforms like this where the whole world is watching, it makes us look really stupid. Okay? And people start getting ideas like, you know what, these guys don't have it all together. And maybe we can take advantage of this. You know, so this is different things that people need to watch out for. I'm all for everybody wanting to use their voice, especially if you're an athlete, use your voice. But at that point, don't use the world stage and the United States team to do that, especially if you're going against the United States International Anthem. All right, sorry, guys. Had to throw that in there. I think it's very, very serious. <clears throat> all right, keep tight. What's going on? What's going on, guys? I appreciate it. I, listen, you know, this has to do with sports. It has to do with the United States. I think it's a really big issue. Um, anybody that does anything, and let me throw this in here too. This woman did this in 2019, and she got, uh, wasn't banned, but she got basically, she got a slap on the hand or slap on the wrist and said, don't do it again. And what does she do? She does it again. So at that point, I think the girl should be taken off the team. I don't think she should be able to compete. Uh, if she wants to say anything like offline, like, you know, like, on our social media pages, whatever it is, because I know she's done it before, do it, okay? On the national stage, representing the United States, with the United States uniform on, and you're talking bad about the United States and our national anthem and our flag? You know how many people have died for that flag? I don't think people realize that. 
They don't understand like how many people, white, black, Asian, Latin American, all these different ethnicities have died for that flag and the right to be called American, to have our freedoms the way that we do. It's just a big thing, guys. I'm sorry. I pro- I, 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 I'm sorry going on about it. Uh, if you can prove your heritage from a different country, go there for their team. Don't need non-American represent athletes for American. Thank you. That's really what it comes down to. You don't want to be United States and American? Go somewhere else. Go represent that country and see how they treat you. Because I guarantee their countries are no, not near the way the United States is in a lot of different ways for your freedom. Just like for the freedom to be able to talk about anything you want. And people get chastised for that these days too as well. All right, so the next topic, and this one's a big one. So the next topic is obesity rates raising in preteens, right? Because of the more screen time they're getting. Let me explain. So there was a study done on preteens in the United States. Um, and this is anywhere between, I think they did it on age groups between 8 and 10 years old, right? <clears throat> and what they said was, is that every hour added to a preteen's day equated to more obesity or a more higher BMI, body mass index, the next year. And this was pre-pandemic, so pre-COVID, this was happening. Now, screen time means everything from TV, social media, gaming, anytime they're in front of a screen, okay? And at this point, when the percentage was 33%, okay? Year later, 35%. It's going up, guys. It's going up. And we're talking about kids. We're not even talking about adults. So at this point, when we already have obesity in our kids, think about it. They're kids. Their metabolism should be racing. It should be the best they possibly are. I mean, usually to your like 20s, I guess, to like 21, that's probably the best you're probably going to look unless you're a fitness enthusiast like us. Um, And then you can really defy age to a certain aspect. I mean, I'm 40, right? So like, you know, even when I started Titan, you know, it was, let's say 30, 31. I look a hell of a lot better then or the last couple of years than I ever looked at 30, 31. But in my 20s, I was banging, right? Teens especially. You should be very, very... Think about this. You guys that are older like me. When you went to your classroom when you were a kid, first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, when you went in the class, you looked around. Think about it. How many obese or overweight kids were in that classroom? Were you the minority being thin? Or were you the majority being thin. So was obesity the minority or was it not? And I guarantee most of you guys are going to say that there wasn't that many obese kids or fat kids in your classroom when you were that age. And now it's totally turned around where you're seeing at least 50% of the classrooms or at least 35% of the classrooms. So that's three out of 10, four out of 10 kids that are on their way that are either obese, right? Or on their way to being obese. So at that point, like, we're already setting our kids up because later on, we know the older you get, the slower your metabolism is usually going to get, your hormones are going to decrease, we become deficient. And at that point, you're usually going to stack on more weight. Think about it. When you're younger, you're more thin, or we were. <laughs> and then when the older you get, that's where people put on beer bellies and they got love handles, um, you know, 
girls, you know, they got bigger thighs, bigger guts. I mean, it happens to both, males and females alike. But it's just something we need to look into. Like, what are we doing? And now, with the pandemic, everybody was homeschooled, and there's a lot of kids still at home. And they're in front of the computer or TV all day long. Think about it. We've isolated our kids, or we did for at least a year and a half, from from sports, gatherings outside, you know, public places. Like people couldn't go to parks. And I remember in the beginning of COVID, they were arresting father and daughters in parks that were playing catch. There's a lot of different things that go into this, but we are setting ourselves up um, for failure for our kids. We're setting our kids up for failure. So if you're a parent out there, listen, take this, right, and put it in your brain press it in and say, I'm going to make my child better. I'm going to give them the tools or let them be better. Give them better nutrition programs, right? Better diets. Cook for your kids. Get them fresher food, right? Don't just order McDonald's from because it's easy. Especially now you can just Uber Eats. I do this all the time because me and Sharice are here at work most of the time, right? So Peter's doing training or he's doing his camps or whatever during the summer. But we have like pre-prepared meals for him that Sharice usually makes for him. But my dad's at home and I'm like, hey dad, did Peter eat? Oh yeah, he'll eat. What does he do? He, he goes on Uber Eats, he order him Subway. Or I'm like, Peter, what do you want? But like, McDonald's, oh, he'll order McDonald's. But like, oh, hell no. When I get home and I hear that or see that, I get really upset because I don't want my son doing this. I know better. So what, am I gonna just turn my head the other way? I'm like, no, Peter, no, that's fine. Go ahead and eat whatever you want, junk, whatever. I'm just poisoning you, I'm setting you up for failure, setting you up for health problems. This is where we need to take a stance. The other thing is, make sure your child is being active, right? You need to govern screen time. How many hours they're on the TV? How many hours they're playing games? How many hours are on social media, on their phones? I mean, they could be on it all day, and time goes by fast. I'm sure your adults out there know. If you're scrolling, I know I've been it. I'm scrolling on Facebook or, or Instagram or whatever, and I lose track of time. I'm like, damn, I've been on this thing for like two hours. I'm like, all right, time to put this thing at rest. Literally, guys, it's just it's a, it's a big thing that we need to recognize, and we need to help our younger generation, even ourselves. If you catch yourself doing this, limit your screen time because you have more time to do other things. If people are arguing they can't go to gym and you're on your screen time and you can look at if it's especially an iPhone, it tracks how long you're on these different things. It'll tell you. It'll be like you've been on this for too long. And at that point, go do something. You can work out. People make excuses all the time. I ain't got time to work out. But you got time to scroll on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it is, Pinterest or whatever it is, for hours at a time. Take thirty minutes out of your day to go train. You can train at home. It doesn't matter, whatever you're at. It is what it is. All right. So when I, uh, Jack Cookie Monster said, uh, when I make, when I make has a low FSH and LH. Yeah, he means male. When a male has a low FSH and LH, let's say a 1.0, what's likelihood of being able to get your girl pregnant even with ACG and Clomid? So here's the thing. When you have low FSH and LH, right? It usually correlates with testosterone too, so you have low testosterone probably. But with this, Clomid is going to raise LH and FSH. Now, follicle-stimulating hormone that we have, right, injectable, is definitely going to raise those levels, 100%. That's what it is. It's follicle-stimulating hormone in a bottle. And you're injecting it, it will raise those levels 110%. HCG um, is going to increase um, sperm, so it's going to increase more sperm. Uh, but listen, if you're worried about getting your girl pregnant, Contact us, Jack Cookie Monster. 
I've got people that we've definitely helped get pregnant, a number of different people. Some people have used anabolic steroids for 20 years without HCG or anything like that, just straight testosterone, and that's it. And usually when you're suppressing your levels for that long, you know, some people, they don't create hardly any semen at all, right? The, the myth of infertility from anabolic steroids is just that. It's a myth. What happens is it suppresses those levels and semen production lowers. So you don't have enough semen production. So it's not producing enough semen to go after the goal, which is to impregnate the egg. But if you're worried about something like that, we can definitely help you out. We have different fertility treatments that we've helped a number of different people. There was just another guy we helped out in Alaska. He's been on treatments. He was probably on for like two months, three months, um, and did, you know, because you can do the test, FSH, LH, but you can do a, a sperm test too as well. And the sperm analysis will tell you the volume of it. Um, it'll tell you, like, you know, basically if there's movement in the sperm, um, a lot of different things. So you can definitely do that. We can set that up. We can hopefully help you out. So if you're worried about that, here's the thing. When you have low testosterone, right, your, your sex drive is probably lowered too as well. So even with patients on us that have low FSH, low LH, and low testosterone, usually we do put them on testosterone replacement therapy with HCG. And what that does is it creates the bull effects. And like that's something I came up with. So the bull effect is this. You're hornier more times than none. You can have more chances to hit the goal, and you're going to be able to release more semen, right? Which will give you better chances to impregnating your girlfriend, your wife, your partner, whoever it is, all right? All right. Um, so true. Out with the sunrise and home after dark, especially in the summer months, for sure. Um, tricky for water harvest. It's all right. All right, the way the world nowadays through a phone in my days, I, I was outside playing. So we were all outside playing. I think that's that's a big thing, you know. That's the difference between us and them. With us growing up, us older people, and I, I'm 40, so I, I'm putting us in that group, guys. 40 or older, you usually were outside because uh, when we were kids, cell phones were just coming around. Pagers were just coming around and stuff like that. So we didn't have the Internet. We didn't have social media. We didn't have all these other distractions keeping us in. Nintendo was out. Sega Genesis just released. You know, that might have kept us in playing for a little bit. Game Boy, uh, Game Boy was another one, but that was usually on the road. And, you know, it is it is what it is. But we still wanted to get out. We wanted to be with our friends. We wanted to play. We wanted to ride bikes. We wanted to play sports. Whatever, you know, whatever you were interested in. It is what it is. Ten-minute warning. All right, so ten minutes, guys. All right. So, um, all right. So, that's pretty much the things, right? Have you heard of gonadarellin acetate? What's better, gonadarellin or HCG? All right, so gonadarellin, yes, I've definitely heard of gonadarellin acetate. Um, so in my opinion, I think HCG is better than gonadarellin. One that has popped up that a lot of people have liked is kispeptin, but you have to take it multiple times through the day. Gonadarellin was supposed to be the substitute for HCG because a lot of distributors of HCG could not make it anymore, right? Um, there was a law that passed, and it was a bill that was produced 10 years ago that basically gave people warning in those 10 years afterwards that if you didn't have a biological license to produce ATG, you couldn't do it no more. So that's where everybody went to gonadarellin. But I think ATG is going to work a lot better than gonadarellin. But you can take both if you really wanted to, if you really wanted to try that. It's not going to hurt anything. You can test it, so you can retest FSH and LH and see if it does rise, but I don't think that's probably the best way you can possibly do it. Uh, no problem with the questions. I love the questions, guys. Uh, please bring them on. 
Atari is my first video game. I remember the Atari. Um, I remember the Atari. My dad used to play the Atari. I remember the Donkey Kong on Atari. That was the best one ever. Had the little Mario guy back then, back in the day. Um, so that was good. Atari was a good one. Holding out. I'm 40. I was running around with the wise guys from South Philly. Always was outside. So I'm saying, man, us 40-year-olds, you know, or even up, we were outside playing. We, You know, we could come up with things. Even if you didn't have anybody by you, I mean, you had imagination. You go outside and you could do anything you really wanted to and, and have fun doing it, too. That's what these kids are lacking, I think, to this, uh, in this day and age. Just imagination, too, as well. Zelda was my favorite. I love it. <laughs> Zelda was a good one, too, on N64. Um, you know, I, I used to like the, the James Bond on N64. It was Gold multiple Nye. player. Goldeneye. Goldeneye was, was one of the best ones for sure. Multiplayer. I remember playing that. It was a military school band back in the day. It was, that was what we play on our free time. And we didn't have much of that. But if when we did, you know, because we were always exercising and stuff like that, that was the best thing about it. Always active, always going, always ready. So that's what it's all about. All right, guys. I think that's about it. I'm going to sign off here just a little bit early for you guys, unless you have some other questions. Hulk's, oh, definitely. I'm sorry. Our Hulk Squad, my disip is working on standing. I sleep full nights now. Nice. Dude, this is awesome. Thank you for for chipping that information in. I appreciate it. So I know you guys are having sleeping issues. Disip, Delta Sleep Inducing Peptide. Guys. This one is definitely a good one. I've had a lot of great results with a lot of different patients. And luckily, Hulk Squad chimes in here every live, and he'll tell us what's going on. I love it. I love hearing this. So if you're having sleeping problems, definitely look into SIP, Delta Sleep Inducing Peptide. Definitely one. And I love it. 20 IUs, is, I think, is what you're taking, right? Hulk Squad, let me know if that's changed or not. All right. Um, so the poll question. Have you ever tried injectable vitamins or amino acids? All right. First one at 42% said no. Do they really work and are they better than oral versions? Guys, the people that are answering these poll questions are getting the weekly newsletter from Titan Medical Center. I, I just got to ask, like, are you guys reading this newsletter? Are you guys looking at any of these therapies we're talking about? Because obviously we're covering this, especially in this newsletter. Um, no, but do I really need them? 20% said that. Again, they don't know. Yes, you might need them for sure. 14% um, no, but I've tried over-the-counter oral supplements. What's the difference? We talked about that. Transportation rate, the way it gets in the body, and absorption rate, how much you absorb and how much your body is going to utilize. Uh, yes, I use injectable Titan therapies at 24%. So people, they already know, right? So I'm going to cover this. So 20 I use with Hulk Squad. I'm going to plug that in. I'm going to make sure that's the, the dosage that our providers recommend or at least they know about this all right so listen guys injectable titan therapies obviously vitamin amino acids are superior to oral supplementation all right you're going to have a faster transportation rate higher absorbency that way that means your body's going to utilize it a lot better you're going to get it a lot quicker and you're going to get a lot better results that's what we're here for a lot better results real patients real results that's what it's all about all right uh, before you go, do you guys specialize in thyroid too, like Cytomel? So we do offer hormone replacement therapy, and thyroid is a hormone, right? Now, depends on what you're talking about here. Now, Cytomel, uh, you're talking about like bodybuilder stuff almost to a degree. Now, Cytomel, I mean, it's prescribed, 
But there's better ways to balance thyroids usually, depending on what the issue is with the thyroid. You got Hashimoto's, right? Grave diggers. I mean, it, there's a lot of different diseases out there. So it really just depends on that. But usually, um, like armor thyroid's a good one because it balances T3 and T4 um, and not just T3. That's what a lot of people do is like Cytomel, like they want to get thin, they, they mess with their thyroid, they take a bunch of Cytomel. It's not a good way to do it. I would never mess with your thyroid unless you absolutely need to, absolutely have to. Once you mess with the thyroid, you mess with a lot of different things with the thyroid, right? So at that point, I definitely make sure. So like I am on levothyroxine, that's a really big one. So you have hyperthyroidism, right? So levothyroxine is the most common one. Um, Synthroid is another big one that's out there, like levothyroxine. My doctor was thinking about giving me Cytomel to mix it in with. So that makes no sense to me. So he's going to give you levothyroxine and Cytomel? I wouldn't do that. i definitely look into some different things or a second opinion on something like that for sure. Hulk Squad, so 10 IUs is what you're doing? I thought you told me you were doing 20. Let me know. Uh, is there anything you can do about that? Hmm. A man getting tired easily after ha after every little stress. So what I would do, official, is I would blood test. Blood testing for you, for real. Because you talked about kidney failure a second time. You know, and obviously if you're having problems with those vital organs, you you might get tired faster and over stress and stuff like that. So definitely blood test. That should be your first thing and checking all your vital organs, all your hormones, everything. If you're in the United States, we can help out, guys. With all our different services, all our different therapies, hormone replacement therapy, vitamin amino acid injectable therapies, our peptide therapies, libido-enhancing therapies, um, you know, everything like that. Guys, we can help you out. All you have to do is call or text 727-389-3220. If you need to, look at our website, tightmedicalcenter.com. Check our social medias out. Obviously, you guys on here that are commenting on Instagram, you guys are already on our social media. Go check out Instagram. It'll have a lot of different information on there, plus our contact information. Facebook, guys, check it out on there. Same information as there. If you guys want to look at more of our YouTube videos, it has a lot more in-depth content on all the different therapies we offer, some behind the scenes, how to do injections, all that stuff is on there. So just go to YouTube, type in Titan Medical Center. You guys will find all that information on there, all right? All right, I do 20, but recommended 10. All right, so let's do, let's see 20 then. I wanna make sure, we'll start people out with 10. I'm gonna talk to the providers, and then if they need to, 20. For hormone therapy, is a bodybuilder, is a wide range list available? Um, okay, so for bodybuilders. So, all right, just so we're, we're clear. We service everybody, but hormone replacement therapy through us is to make sure people are getting optimized and living a better quality of life. It's not to get jacked. It's not to get huge. Now, taking testosterone replacement has some of those other benefits of building more lean tissue, right? So better mass, clean quality, lean tissue, right? It'll give you a lot, a lot of other different benefits. There is a list. There's not lists available. We're not like a menu, like a, like a restaurant. Hey, listen, you want to order? Here, here's all the things we offer. Go ahead and pick some of these different things. We're not going to do something like that. Sorry. Um, but, you know, if, if you need help or there's some different things off and we need to help optimize these things or get things back to where they need to be, we can definitely do that. And we want everybody optimal ranges. There's a lot of people out there. They go on testosterone replacement therapy and their doctor gives them 50 milligrams of testosterone. 
and they get their levels up to four or five hundred. Like, dude, you have to inject testosterone. Like, you want them to get up to a higher normal range, nine hundred, thousand, right? Feeling good. That's what we're here for. Uh, that's why you take a medication. That's what you really want, and that's what we really want. All right. Uh, Ans Tusa seventeen. What's up, Titan fam? How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you very much. I hope everything's going all right with you. Um, and then we've got Mimi's World. Some idiot. Some idiot on there saying FB. Okay, well, right back at you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I know, you're always going to have trolls, I guess. It is what it is. They live under bridges. I can't, I can't hate on them, okay? Oh, hopefully somebody's giving you some COVID packages. All right, guys, so... Um, I think that really covers everything. I really appreciate all you guys tuning in. It's been a great show. Got a lot of people on still. If you guys have any other questions, shoot them out. Um, Friday, we're going to be at uh, an off-site location, me and Drew. Um, so at that point, you guys tune in, 2 p.m., Tight Lifestyle with Big Drew. We'll cover more of these different questions if you guys have questions like this. Plus, we'll talk about some of the ongoing topics, what's going on in the world um, that are entertaining you guys too as well. So tune in for that. If you guys want to listen to Sharice's Titan Healthy Lifestyle Soapbox tomorrow, it's going to be off the chain. She talks about a lot of different things. It's real live. You can interact with her. She'll be covering a lot of official women stuff. So women always have questions. I love to answer them myself. But at that point, you know, I want to make sure you guys are getting answered by her as well. Uh, and she'll give you the in-depth on females, plus she'll cover stuff about her therapies too as well, okay? So, uh, Ange2 says, I'm doing great. Loving my therapies. Can't wait to see the end result. You are the best. That is awesome. I'm loving this. I'm loving Ange. I'm loving the results you're getting. That's great. I appreciate it. Thanks, DMK. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you a lot. So, Mimi's World, yeah, you're... You, 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 <laughs> Everybody go say hi to him. Go, go, that, that go say hi to Mimi's book. World. Report his ass. His ass is going to be gone. All right? So I appreciate all you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in for another tight lifestyle. Or excuse me. <laughs> another tight talk with me. So I'm getting, I'm getting excited for me and Big Drew for Friday. So, um, But I'll be here with Sharice tomorrow too on Sharice's Healthy Lifestyle Soapbox. So tune in for that. That'll be about 1, 1 tomorrow. You guys will love it. I promise. She's always entertaining, guys. Uh, and very charismatic, all right? So I appreciate all you guys. Thank you guys so much. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Titan Talk with me, 6 p.m. every Tuesday. Love you guys. Thank you for the support. Share, like, hit the all notifications button. Do it all for me, guys. I appreciate you. Titan loves you. See you next week.